1: All right, well, good evening, everybody, and uh, welcome. We're just so glad uh, to partner all together, and uh, we're just so excited to see what God is doing in all of our churches, and so let's just give it up for Connection Church for being such an awesome host and uh, allowing us to be here today and to celebrate baptism Uh, But my name is Micah, and I lead a church called The Journey. Uh, We meet in Forest Hills, Queens, and uh, we meet in a movie theater. And so often we get people that are confused. They think they're going to a movie, but they're accidentally going to church, right? And that's pretty cool, right? I I always say the fragrance of popcorn draws me closer to Christ one way or another, right? Literally or spiritually, one way or another. But uh, one of the things that uh, being in a movie theater often makes me think of, like, movies, right? Right? And so I want you to turn to your neighbor. Hopefully you said good, good evening. I always think good morning. Good evening. Glad you're here, right? But turn to your neighbor and tell them what is one of your favorite all-time movies, all right? What is one of your favorite all-time movies? Go ahead and turn to your neighbor and tell them that. What is your favorite movie? All right, so we got lots of answers here. I think I heard somebody say "Free Willy." Wow, that's that's a you're pulling an old time one. That's a good one, right? So, all right, I I said just one movie, not your top ten list. All right, just one. Ultimate movie. Uh, How many guys you said like a superhero movie of some sort? I think somebody said Avengers earlier. All right. How many love like a good chick flick, uh, chick flick people in the house? How many love a good drama? You don't even know what the storyline is, but it's very dramatic, right? Anything else? Uh, One of my favorite movies uh, all time, probably not number one, but one of my like top 100, uh, would be this movie called Nacho Libre. Anybody remember Nacho Libre? Nacho Libre, Jack Black, uh, my former hero one day, right? Uh, But Jack Black, he was a guy who felt called by God to be a professional wrestler. And uh, I felt that call when I was five years old and resigned from that call six years old, right? But he wanted to be a professional wrestler. And I remember there was one thing holding him back, and it was this random thing called Baptism. Remember? Remember he would walk to random people say, would you like to be baptized? And he'd trick people into dipping their, their heads in the water, claiming that they were baptized. And today what we're doing is a whole lot different than what Jack Black and Nacho Libre are talking about with this thing called baptism. But what we're a part of today is not just, this is, this is not just the first time that we're all meeting together with multiple churches all throughout Queens, but this is something that is actually 2,000 years old. Where churches, people would meet together and they would celebrate through this thing called baptism. And uh, we see it all throughout Scripture, but I want to just put a a passage up here on the screen. I'll kind of step away, but we see this even Jesus. One of his last words to his followers and his disciples, he said this. We know this is the Great Commission. And he said this in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 through 20. He says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations. Then he says the word, baptizing. Everybody say baptize. Uh, So he says, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Then he keeps going and he says, uh, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And once he says this, then he ascends into heaven, right? And, And we know, but he tells us, right, to go, to share the message. And the way that we know that is through this thing called baptism. 2,000 years ago, Jesus said it. 2,000 years later, we still do it and we still celebrate today. And today we've got here in the front section, we've got eight people that are committed to being baptized. Let's give it up for these eight people that are here. Yeah, yeah. And so they're here front and center cameras are awkwardly on them, right? Just look this way. Don't look at the camera. Uh, But, you know, so they're here celebrating this big step. And maybe you're here today and you're like, man, I've I've heard about this thing, baptism. I'm not sure if I want to do it. You can still be baptized today. We, We believe that we can baptize nine 10, 11 people today right here. So if you're here and you're like, I'm on the fringe, I'm not sure, hang on, all right? We're going to talk a little bit about why we do it. What is baptism all about? Well, it symbolizes multiple things. Uh, First, it symbolizes Christ's death and burial. Baptism is a symbolization of Christ's death and burial. Now, we know that Jesus Christ was fully man and fully God. But for some reason, Jesus willingly chose to die on the cross for our sins, It was a choice that Jesus made where he said, I'm going to decide to give up my life so that we can celebrate new life in him. And so when we take the step to get baptized, It is our choice to be baptized. It's not mom or dad's choice. It's not uh, Nacho Libre's choice, right? It's not one person's choice. We make that decision to be baptized. And so when we go under the water, it's a representation of the old life that is gone because of the new life that has come in Jesus Christ. And so maybe you're here this week, and you're like, man, pastor, I had a bad week. Like, I said things I shouldn't have said. I did things I shouldn't have done. And immediately we feel like this disqualifies us from our walk with God, but absolutely not. Jesus gave up his life for all of us. Scripture says that while we were still sinners at our worst moments, Christ still died for us. And so when these people, when they go under the water, it's a representation of the old life that is now gone and the new life that has come. Now, Jesus, he, was, he gave up his life on the cross, and we know three days later, he rose again. But for three days, he was in the tomb, he was buried, and he was there. And so traditionally, what we do is when we baptize you guys, we hold you under for three days, and the, no, I'm just kidding, we don't do that, but you know, we see it's a representation of Jesus' death and burial, but it's more than that. Baptism also is a symbolization of Jesus' resurrection, In fact, that's why we're celebrating Easter Sunday just two weeks away at all of our churches. We celebrate Easter because it symbolizes the hope, the freedom, the forgiveness, the power that comes only through Jesus Christ. Now, no matter how hard we try, we cannot change ourselves. I'm living proof of that. I can't tell you how many gym memberships I get every year. I'm going to change. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get fit, and I try. And I can't because McDonald's is too good. It just is, right? And so a lot of times we try to change ourselves and we try to muster up the strength to do it on our own. But really, we change through His power working in our lives. And so when we're baptized, not only are we dunked underneath to represent the old life, but when we're raised up again, it's a symbolization of the new life that only comes through Jesus Christ. And I think there's power in this, that when we go in the water... It represents Christ's death. When we go under the water, it represents Christ's burial. But when we come out, it represents the hope and the power that's only found in Jesus Christ. So let me give you three reasons why uh, we should get baptized. And again, maybe you're here, you're like, I'm on the fence. I wasn't even prepared to, to do this, but I'm here, and this crazy guy's talking to me about being baptized. Let me tell you just three reasons why we do it, not just for you eight here, but for all of us. Why do we be baptized? The first reason why is to confess Jesus personally in our lives. We confess Jesus personally in our own lives, right? Now, when we make the decision to follow Jesus with our lives, it starts with an inward commitment. It's a personal decision between us and Christ. But eventually, it's got to be an outward sign. Something to let the world know that we are now a follower of Jesus. I liken it like this. Thirteen years ago this week, I asked my wife out on a date. And she said, yes. Yes. So we went to Cheesecake Factory. I was a poor college kid at that time, so I spent all the money I could on some good old cheesecake. But afterwards, I asked her the big question, do you want to go steady? And she knew what that meant. I didn't know what that meant, but you know, do you want to go steady? She said, yes. First thing I did, went home to my Facebook and MySpace. Back then there was something called MySpace. If you've never heard of it, don't use it, all right? But back then I went on my MySpace. Relationship, yes, check. Relationship, I am now dating. World... I got a date now, finally, woo, right? And so when we get the, make the decision to get baptized, it, it's somewhat like the same thing. But it's when we go public and we let people know, no longer am I following my own ways, no longer am I going to live in the sin nature that we all have, but I'm going to follow Jesus' ways and Jesus' plan. So when I get baptized, I'm confessing Jesus personally in my own life. The second reason why we get baptized is it's because it's an act of obedience, Everywhere in Scripture you see that when someone makes the decision to be a follower of Jesus, they then get baptized. Sometimes it takes a few months. Sometimes it takes a few weeks. But even in the Scripture, sometimes it's like that day, literally that day. Now, the good news is that we've got some good, clean water here right now, right? Imagine if we were having this service by the East River and we're like, hey, let's do baptism in the East River. That, that wouldn't go over pretty well. You'd probably get baptized and go straight to heaven probably, right? So we're not doing the East River, all right? Thank God for that. But we've got a tub here. We've got a pool. It is warm. Somebody say praise God for warm water, right? So we've got some good things here. But maybe you're here today and you're like, man, I, I got a million reasons why I'm not going to get baptized. Let me give you three common reasons why we don't get baptized. The first one is I'm afraid of getting wet. I'm afraid of, like, the water, right? I don't know how to swim. Good news, all right? In the 10 year history of our church, in the history of all the churches that are represented here, I can say with confident assurance that we have not lost a single person in baptism. Nobody's died in the baptism, right? Uh, We've never had someone get, get eaten alive by a shark attack or piranhas or whatever. I don't even know. We have never lost anybody. So if you're afraid, You're not going to die, all right? So we got that one. Let's check that off. Another one is, well, I'm afraid of how I'm going to look when I come out of the water. Like, I'm going to get wet. My hair's going to be all messed up. My makeup's going to be messed up. I'm going to look funny. And and here's the deal, right? Jesus was willing to walk the hill of Calvary for us, to give up his life on the cross for us. And sometimes we tell God, God, thank you for that sacrifice, but I'm afraid of how I'm going to look in front of everybody when I come out of the water. I hope that we don't allow our looks or how we feel or how we think people feel about us keep us from such a big step of faith in our walk with God. Uh, Maybe another excuse that you're like, you're like, man, I I love what's happening. I want to get baptized, but I didn't plan for it today. Good news. We did actually. (laughs) We planned. And so we've got extra shirts. We've got shorts. We've got towels. And so if you're here today and you're like, I I don't want to because I'm not ready. I, I didn't plan for it don't worry, we've got everything covered. We want you to take that step of obedience just like these eight here are committed to doing. So why do I be baptized? I confess Jesus publicly, or personally, I obey God fully. And the third reason why is to witness Christ publicly. Uh, one of my favorite scripture verses in the whole Bible is it talks about that how all of heaven rejoices when one person turns their life to Christ. Says all of heaven rejoices when one person does just that. When one person goes public with their faith, heaven celebrates. Now, a few days ago, I was at a Yankees game. All right, and Yankees—they weren't doing so good that game. All right, they—they they, they lost the game, but on one piece of the game, they got a home run. And you would have thought, man, popcorn was thrown in the air, beer bottles were flying in the air, so I didn't know what was going on, but it's was like, yeah, these are my Yankees, woo! And, and 40,000 people cheered for the New York Yankees, and they still, they, they, they lost the game. Now, we got eight people here who are being baptized, and my hope and prayer is that we will compete with heaven to let heaven hear us celebrate these people who have gone from death to life. Scripture says that when we go public with our faith, Jesus in turn honors us. So why do we get baptized? It's to go public in our walk with God. To say, I'm no longer a follower of myself. I'm no longer a slave to sin. But today, I am a follower of Jesus. And from this day forward, I can receive new life in him. Amen? And so uh, we know that this is such a big step, right? Uh, some of you guys had to Block off work to come and be a part of this. Some of you fought traffic called the BQE. It's never busy on the BQE, right? Always. Uh, some of you had to have subway delays to come here, but you're here today. And so we want to give you just a moment if you want to share a reason, like this is why I'm being baptized. Or even you might have family members, friends, or church members that you just want to thank for coming and being a part today. Uh, but if anyone wants to share, I'll, I'll, I'll give the microphone for about 90 seconds. And, uh, yeah, so just raise your hand if you like or anything like that. But, all right. We got brave. One, one start. All right.
2: My name is Dean, and I'm taking a conscious effort to, to be with the Lord. The Lord has transformed me since I've been in uh, Connection Church. He gave me a new life. He gave me a new heart. In April, I had quadruple bypass heart surgery, and I'm still here. Thank you. Hi, my name is Micah, and here's my story. Jesus is the master of all creation and the one who guides me along my path in life during the day and in the night. He tells me what's wrong and what's right, and I have stopped myself from sinning because he has helped me not to do these things. I'm glad that I know about him, and he is my leader and my savior, and I trust him. Deciding to be baptized was stressful for me from the beginning because I had fears of being on stage and of the water. But with my help of, with the help of my parents, I overcame these fears, and I have decided to be ba- become baptized and, and have a new life in Jesus. I always look forward to being at connection because I know there are always people there, people there to greet me. Listen to the Word of God together and doodle on pages during Pastor Daniel's sermons. When I was younger, I would tell lies and sin even when I knew I was sinning. Even today I sin, sometimes even worse than back then, but God always perseveres and helps me follow Him even though I've let Him down. He's good to me and He stays with me even when I let Him down. He's always guiding me, strengthening me, and telling me what to do. I know I won't always listen to what he has to say all the time, but I know he's there
3: waiting to welcome me back into the comfort of his presence. Almost two years ago, I stepped foot into connection. Little did I know that was going to be the greatest decision in my life. I had reached the dark place where I felt stuck and lost. I was going through a bad breakup. I had to cut off toxic, toxic relationships with family, along with the struggles of being a single mom in this very expensive city. I was completely lost and just needed something. I didn't know what it was, but finding the church was my first thought. I came to Connection on their fifth anniversary. I was so nervous to go, and I kept thinking at home if I should or shouldn't. The sound of me going to church scared me a bit. I was so nervous of being the new person, and if anyone would even talk to me or accept me, because, you know, this is still New York. Once I stepped in, everyone I came into contact with was nothing short of welcoming. I came a few more Sundays, then I wandered off. One summer day, I bumped into Larry at a playground where he asked me if I was okay and he hasn't seen me in a while. Right there, I knew that this was the place for me. I wasn't just another face in a church. God led me in this place for a reason, where people knew my name, where people were concerned about my well-being, and cared for my kid. For the first time in a long time, I felt cared for and belonged. A few days ago someone told me that they were worried about me because I was alone. If it was the old me I would have really taken that to heart but instead I thought for the first time ever I'm not alone. Yes I'm not with anyone but I'm not alone. Jesus is right by my side. He's always been on my side but he had to put me down a certain path so I can walk the path he created for me and to feel the love he's always had for me. My connection and Queens Church family have helped me find my path in this journey and have honestly brought out the best in me. I've met some amazing new people who share similar backgrounds or who I can help by just being the person that I am. I'm extremely blessed for both of these churches as they have impacted my life greatly.
1: Now, for those of you who are sitting here today and you're hearing some of their story and you're like, man, I I salute them for their you know, courage to stand up to be baptized, but I'm just, I'm nervous. I'm not, not there yet. Uh, we, we had a beach baptism this past summer, and we had a daughter who made the decision, I'm going to be baptized on my birthday of all things. And her parents came just to support and encourage. But midway through the service, they said, you know what, I'll, I'm going to get baptized too. And so it started off as just a daughter taking a step of faith, that night, it ended with the whole family taking a step of faith to be baptized as well. And so again, if you're here today and you're like, man, I'm, I'm not sure, I don't know, take a big step of faith, do it anyway. We've got the clothes, we've got the towel. Jesus says that when we go public with him, he goes public before us and before the Father. So Jimmy's gonna come up in a moment and pray for us. And, and like I said, if you're here today and you're like, man, I'm, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, stop by right in that side room And uh, we'll talk with you, help you get what you need to be baptized, all right? So uh, as Jimmy comes forward, Pastor Jimmy comes forward, what we're going to do is he's going to pray over us.
0: Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for what you're doing in the lives of people uh, throughout New York City, what you're doing through the lives of these individuals who have stood here before us today and are uh, professing their faith publicly, that they're taking a stand with you, Jesus. That they're going all in with you. And and we are grateful for moments like these. Moments that we can look back on for the rest of our lives and remember that uh, sort of memorial stone of of when you did this significant work in their life. And So God, I pray for each and every one of them and ask God that you would um, keep them, Lord. As today is not the end, it's just the beginning. As they continue to walk uh, faithfully with you, Jesus. We pray that as a family, we would hold them accountable even as they walk with you. So bless them, Lord. Fill them with your spirit. Bless this time as we celebrate all that you've done and all that you're doing with hearts full of joy. In Jesus' name, amen.